I love and it. welcome to the Bailey and Harding ultrasound system. <laughs> ho, ho, no. For me. Ho, ho, yes. Ho, ho, yes. It's two days before Christmas. It's nearly Christmas. It's nearly... What's that noise? Oh, what's that noise, Ali? Is it the sound of consumerism and disappointment? No, it's bells <laughs> coming over the hill. <laughs> Is that bell noise? Yeah, done. Christmas and a holiday. Christmas. It's Christmas. Are you having a nice time? What are you doing in the future? Uh, future me on the 23rd of December is probably trying to do some work to finish up for maybe like two days off. And then, oh yeah, it's a Saturday. So probably been at Parkrun. I feel Something like you would be like snuggled in front of a fire with maybe a glass of, I don't know, something that looks like Bailey's but isn't and alcohol free mulled wine maybe possibly and then Neil's there and then yeah and then little Ralphie says wearing a little hat and he's like oh I love you you're like oh Ralphie you're such a good boy and now it's sparkling the lights it's very nice that's what in yeah. my head is going on in your house at the moment and what are you doing Ali me oh I'm in a barn in Cornwall no I'm in Devon actually I actually am in a barn in Devon uh with my dog and we've just been to uh the poshest supermarket we could find, probably MS, and we've got ourselves a delicious dinner. And we are watching some shit on telly because that's what we're doing for Christmas. Me and Pickle, Christmas films, like that probably running films, maybe a running film or two. Don't really know. Oh, do you know what I started watching, what? but then I got oh. so uh, we decided to share our Amazon login with Neil's mum, who lives uh -oh. in Italy. <laughs> so I was watching the documentary about the spine that's on Amazon the Ooh, other day, yeah, it's good in it. Well, I don't know because I got kicked out of it because she started watching 007 Road to a Million, which, by the way, is a load of shit. <laughs> so so I haven't actually seen it. I haven't finished the Spine documentary, but what I saw of it was very good. Oh, it's a, it's a very, very good documentary. I have seen that documentary. But also, um, I made a film last year in January on, about the arc of attrition, and it's just been finished. Oh, yeah. So in the new year, that'll be out for you. It's only 40 minutes long, but it's actually quite good. I'm quite impressed by Excellent. it. Excellent. Well, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. You, yeah. You're doing the arc again this year. I am. I am. We'll get on to that. Will it be out in time? Will it be out in time for people who are doing the arc to watch it? Yep. Hopefully. Uh, Great. We'll see. But yeah, it's uh, it's not really about. It's about going back and doing something when you've DNF'd it. But it's very beautiful. Like incredible shots of the Southwest Coast. And I even even though I've done it, I was like, I'll definitely do that again. Even though I think it's got something wrong with me because it's quite scary and horrible. Um, <laughs> but it is beautifully shot so that's the thing and I think that's oh, the thing yeah. about the spine as well it's like even though you're like oh god that looks horrible you're at the same time on the website put your credit card details in <laughs> not so much a friend of mine's been wrecking uh, heavily wrecking it um not you a different friend um and yes it does look good but there are a lot of steps in it yeah. and some of the coast path is like dicey she's like oh yeah and this is going to be dark and i'm like no thank you oh there's so many steps like unbelievable amounts of steps um yes. and it is yeah but it is what it is it's very very it's very very nice very very beautiful and um, but this is a welcome listener dear listener oh, as you yeah. sit in Sorry. your i don't know i was about to say as you see your car christmas hole caravan of love where does that come from your christmas hole yeah um <laughs> with your mold Tango or whatever you're drinking. Um, this is our review of the year. We're having a little review. I'm going to talk to Anna about how she feels. It's gone. A bit of a performance review, really, that you can all well, you can all take take from it. Because um, well, yeah, 
we'll we'll do it together. I've got like a list of questions that not that I've prepped. These were ones I was going to do like my own little personal review. I haven't done it. So I thought we could do it for the pod instead. Beautiful. Sounds great. Sounds great. Collaboratively. Yeah. So the first thing is, how are you feeling right now? Check in with yourself. How is the pod feeling? What thoughts are distracting you? What What do you feel like? The pod? Yeah. Is this what, is that right? Uh, yeah, I or feel you... like the pod is feeling quite full. Full? That's I feel nice. like it's feeling quite full. I feel, it's, it's, I feel like the pod is full. feeling like it does after Christmas lunch. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like full it's and satisfied. Full and satisfied and full of promise. Yeah. I like it. Because I like I the like fact it. there's nothing else like this pod. I don't think there is anything else like it. No. I've searched high and low. And as you know, I've been doing my research going and being on other people's podcasts. And um yeah. that's basically what I'm doing. And um yeah. getting in there, infiltrating it, telling people to come over here. It's amazing. So yeah, that's how I feel. How do you feel that the pod feels? I would tend to agree. I also would like, maybe we need to make sure that this episode isn't just a pat on the back episode for ourselves because that could get quite boring. But we haven't we haven't quickly. created this. Listeners have. So really, it's a pat on the back for them. I know. But this could get quite boring very quickly. True. Um, We're going to look back over the last few months. We're going to include big and obvious milestones and as well as well as small incremental advancements worthy of appreciation. I think at this point it would be really good to start with um like what your favorite story or bit or thing has been about the pod since we started it all those many months ago. My and... my, my favorite is it's obvious. Sack of turds. <laughs> oh my god. The birth of the sack of turds. The birth of the sack of turds was hilarious because the thing was at the time, Ali, you were banging on about sacateurs and you were pronouncing it sacateurs. And I was like, what is she saying? And I didn't say anything to you until the next episode when someone had written in, I think, and said, were you saying sack of turds? <laughs> and I was like, thank God I wasn't the only one who was like, what are you? Why are you saying it like that? That's not how you pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? And now, sacateurs. Secateurs. And now oh. it's become part of, I'd say it's part of the ultra lingo. It's not. It's part of our little community lingo though, isn't it? I mean, it ended up being a discount code for the Big Bear meetup. Yeah. Paul Alban shout out yep. for this episode. Done. Yeah. Done. Um, And it ended up with people going out with their dogs on runs and coming up against like overgrown paths and actually like battering them with sacks of turds. Which would then <laughs> split open as they hit the briars, oh. covering everybody in shit. That didn't happen. But I think that the pinnacle of sack of turds can get to is the Barclay Marathons. If someone goes into Barclay with a big sack of turds and attempts to take on Ratjaw just by throwing turds at Ratjaw. Oh That's my dream. You've got to have a dream. Manifest. I love it. What was yours favourite? What's your favourite thing to come out of this? Um, I have really enjoyed the reintroduction of Chasey Lane to my playlist. <laughs> to society. And society in general. <laughs> because I still, to this day, am adamant that that is not... It's just a sexy stan. And that ended up being an episode title, mm -hmm. Sexy Stan. Because 
that's all it is. It's just like it's just a bit the biggest fan who just describes how he's the biggest fan in a letter. A, yeah. An open letter to everybody. And and he does it in a song. So yeah, I I um I'm happy I am happy that Chase Elaine has become part of my running playlist again. Also, though, up there, I think, has got to be the story of the Stolen Valor. Oh, remind us of the story of the Stolen Valor, because I don't know if we ever got to the bottom of that. Did we ever get to the bottom of it? What yeah, we, we should did. do. So, oh, what we should do. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we got to the bottom of what you should do. The Stolen Valor episode, episode nine, was basically an email that we'd got whereby somebody got in touch to say that they'd done a race and it was like a one of those races where there are multiple things going on at the same time, wasn't it? There are multiple distance, wasn't it? Yeah. And I can't remember if the guy did a 50k but got a hundred K t-shirt. It was K. Or... It was in K's and he, yeah, he'd done the 50k, but he did had he got the hundred K t-shirt by an accident. Yeah. And so um we were discussing what you should do, like whether you should like wear the t-shirt of a race that you haven't done. He put it on at the end. So he put it on, didn't he? And he says he did. He didn't realise until he washed it and it was hanging on the washing line. Indeed. Yes. But also, my favourite bit about it was he then got in touch the week after and said that he, he went out and did a 10K and wore said T-shirt and it made his nipples bleed. <laughs> so I would say we did get to the bottom of it because it was instant karma that his nipples bled. I've got a little update for you on that. There's this I forgot about. All right. I know who this person is. Yes. And I've been for a run with them. Have you? And they were wearing a T-shirt for a race that was in the same area. It was a Lakeland 50 T-shirt that he was wearing. He'd done the Lakeland 50 miler. Yeah. And as we were running along in Edale, on the Edale skyline, towards us came a group of runners. And they said to him, and his bag was just covering what the T-shirt said. Just covering yeah. the five zero. And as yeah. they were running towards us, they were like, oh, cool, man, did you do like 100? And he went, yeah. And I heard him. He went, yeah. Because they, because the late 100 T-shirts and the late 50 are the same. It's just the number. But I heard oh it. my god so he's still stealing valor he again he did it again and he did it in front of me and people were like running past him high five yeah hey well done man he's still stealing valor he's learned nothing from this experience wow nothing. so for his new year i think he needs to think about what he's done because i don't want this being brought up again next year it was hard no. enough this year wasn't it that's um that surprised me because i thought he was quite humble in his um he, he had been humbled in his um responses and stuff but no, no. okay he's he, no your nipples bleed a little bit you they stop bleeding and you forget about it and then you're back to your old ways again that's i'm disappointed mm-hmm. disappointed mm. i think he might be going back to do the 100ks and the 100 miles next year though or something like that anyway i'm going to make him whether he likes it or not <laughs> um yeah there's been some really good episodes this year but i think one of the things i've enjoyed the most is naming the episodes i think they're great okay what's your favorite name of an episode <laughs> name of an episode is what is my favorite name of an episode i think probably the brown caterpillar because i love the brown caterpillar i love talking about it i don't like it when it happens but i do like talking about it 
So I do like yeah. the brown, and I like the fact that there's an episode called the brown caterpillar, and then there's an episode that's called the tapeworm is coming. They sit underneath each other. There's caterpillars oh, and there's worms in the same bucket. I think it's amazing. Yeah, um, I like that. But yeah, there are some there are some pretty good titles here, especially when you have to try and uh, explain them to Spotify when they don't upload. Oh God, don't I know? That What's the title of that chat. episode? Shit hand. Yes, S H I T H A N. No, bangerang bum brilliant how do you spell that um <laughs> i think my favorite um podcast title is possibly the vomit mexican wave yeah. yeah because i just think it's so so perfectly describes the situation whereby somebody vomits and then somebody catches the smell of the vomit and then somebody else then vomits and it just becomes a little mexican wave <gasps> i live the thought of it just makes my stomach turn it's absolutely fucking yeah it makes me feel a bit sick what's the next um item on your list of things to so i think we're doing so we're doing well at naming pods we're doing well at, at, at creating legendary things throughout the pod things legendary stuff that happens a big obvious milestone as well mm-hmm. is that we've managed to get one episode out every single week for over half a year that is pretty as good. a hobby that's like, pretty good as two self-employed female business women that's pretty impressive. Lots of things to do. I think that's an incredible milestone. So I think we should just take a moment for that. Yeah, we'll take a moment for that. Well done, us. We're brilliant. Um, <laughs> I did think this the other day. I was like, how long could it go on for? Will it go on forever? And then I was like, don't be silly. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got time. Uh, what could it go on for? Um, hey, listeners, do you want it to go on forever? Maybe we could do it once every two. No, we're not going to do that now. We're not going to have a conversation now. But yeah, I'm not, I sometimes do think, how long is it going to go on for? Like, will it go on forever? And what will happen if it doesn't? It'll become I legendary. Know. We'll get millions and millions and millions of listeners. We can start monetizing it. How do you monetize a podcast? If anyone knows, drop us a DM. Um, a sponsor, Ali. Do you? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's another. There's a rival podcast. Not really a rival because they're shit. But they've got a new sponsor. And the sponsor's really random and weird. It's really random and weird. You're going to have to take this offline. No, well, right. I'll, mess- I'll message it to you. It's very strange. Okay. Um, obstacles faced. So this is like a real, this also, I feel like, I know this is a bit weird doing like a a little review of the pod, but actually it's a really good time, I think, for other people to do little reviews of like how their running's been this year as well. So all of these little, what are your achievements this year? What are the obstacles you faced? How are you feeling? Do it to yourself as well. Like think mm. about these things yourself too. Mm. Um. So, what are some setbacks you faced over the last few months? Include both big challenges as well as small irritations that eat at you. Why are you laughing, Ali? Because you're going to name me as a small irritation <laughs> that eats at you. No, I'd say that you are a big challenge. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I wanted for Christmas. That's exactly what I wanted. Oh, don't. Um. I mean, some setbacks. There was the time when I forgot to write some show notes um, and schedule the episode when I was in New York. And I woke up and obviously was like six hours behind and everyone was like, where, does, where the fuck is the fucking podcast? And I was like, oh, no, I've not uploaded it. In a way, that's quite nice though, because it's like, oh, people are waiting for it and like want it. And that's kind of nice, yeah, isn't it, in a way? that is nice. That yeah. is nice. We can turn... I did feel awful. Yeah, we can turn that frown upside down. Like, because it was nice. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I personally, with the podcast, struggle with is not being able to be absolutely honest for fear of being accused of bullying 
or calling things out that aren't outable. So sometimes yeah. we won't mention races, race names, we won't mention people's names because we are genuinely not here to be assholes. But yeah, that's time, not bullying though. Yeah. Like with the race names and stuff, like you've got to give that's that's general broadcasting etiquette. You've got to give them a right of reply, and we're not, we don't have time for that bullshit. Exactly. Like being like, we're going to talk about your race on this podcast. What have you got to say about it? Because that's what you should do as journalists, mm-hmm. and that's what we would do if we were like properly into this as a job. But mm-hmm. we're not, mm-hmm. so that's why we don't name the races if there are issues or whatever. So I think that's okay. But if everybody who was on the Instagram gave us ten pounds, we could have a better job. How many? How many? <laughs> how many pounds would that be? Lots of pounds. Ten thousand pounds a week. <laughs> we could ten pounds a week. We could do it as a job. How much is it worth <laughs> to you? An hour. Come on, everybody. I think it's a... no. Come on, let's stop asking. No, let's not stop begging. <laughs> let's stop begging for money. Okay, so that's the only thing that I get. Like, I sometimes I just want to be like this person, and this is their name. Is as, but the thing is, I can't, so I'm not going to, and I won't, and I'll be good, and I'll just talk to Pickle about it, and she'll understand. I think that's the thing you need to <laughs> you need to learn what um what platform because the thing is because we're friends and we chat about stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and you chat to your other friends about stuff all the time. That's fine. I don't and have I any other because... friends. Yes, you do. Because we, you know, our podcast listeners, like being on the podcast, it is just like sitting and talking to friends. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes you can run the risk of getting a bit loose with the lips. Loose and, lips yeah. sink ships. I love that. It saying. does. And I don't want the good shit podcast to get sunk by some loose lips. Okay. So keep it to yourself. And then we <laughs> always maintain that Divinia, whatever her name is, an absolute moron. Oh, let's not give her any more airtime. All righty. All righty. What's next? Uh, learnings and growth list a few of the lessons life has taught you over the last few months include this is good include both curious new facts and nuggets of knowledge as well as deeper insights and development so what have you learned from the podcast uh there's loads of people that think exactly the same way as we do yeah i've learned there's loads of people who there i've learned there is a like what's that word um you know when there's a lot of um potential I've learned there is like so much potential within people to achieve things that they never thought possible because I've seen oh. I've seen I saw it at Big Bear I saw it when people came when we all came together at Big Bear and people were like oh I've never run this far and they did and they ran further than they've ever run and I've seen it in people dming the pod and being like I've just signed up for this race I've seen it in Dean going from zero yeah. to zero. Um, Podcast Pat. Yep. So I think I've learned about the human potential, really, that is in people if they are given a place where they feel really safe and, like, they're heard and, like, there's other weirdos like them. That's that's kind of what I love. I feel like the podcast has got a real lovely little community around it where people feel very safe. Because we get sent DMs about things that people would never otherwise talk about, like shitting yourself yeah. on a trail or feeling like mm-hmm. you don't fit in or feeling like you know, the clothes in the shops or online don't fit you. Whatever it is, these mm. are insecurities, aren't they? So I think that's what I've learned. And I think that's something that anyone listening to this that is in the industry, in inverted commas, could learn from. Because it's not yeah. about thin, young, fit, nubile people. When it comes to the entry level of the sport, it's yeah. about every fucker. Everyone. Yeah. 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 That's Everybody. 
Hey, I was going to be a little less deep on that and just be like, do you remember that time when I gave you that amazing fact from Beth Pascal about hilly runs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you've got a hilly race, this is way less deep. But that's what shows how my brain works. I'm very analytical. Um, if you've got a hilly race, you divide the amount of vert by the number of um, miles or kilometres. Obviously, do metres for kilometres or feet for miles. And then when you do your long runs, times your number of miles by whatever that figure is to make your long run that hilly. So if you're... Can we do a bit of maths in real time? Yeah. If you're doing a 100 mile race... Yeah. 100 miles, right. Hang on. 100 kilometre race. Let's Mm -hmm. do a 100 kilometre race. And the total vert on that is 4,000 metres. Then you take... 4,000 metres, mm-hmm. like Carol Vorderman here, and divide it by 100 kilometres, and you get 40 metres. Mm-hmm. You then go out and do a 25-kilometre long run. Mm-hmm. You times your 40 metres by your 25 kilometres, mm-hmm. and you should do a long run with 1,000 metres of vert. Because 40 times 25 is 1,000. Correct. Where did she get this from? I don't know, but she's great, isn't she? Yes. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's all relative. Do you know, when you were explaining that, I got like this weird feeling that I got, that I felt like I was at school and I was being tested, like in maths. I'm just <laughs> so, like, I had these terrible limiting beliefs about my ability to do maths, which is like, I can't oh. do it. Oh, um, no, Rishi Sunak says that you mustn't say that you can't do maths. Okay. Do you remember that? Mm. Do you remember when you said that this mm-hmm. year? Yeah. You wouldn't say that you can't read and, mm. and laugh about it. So why would you mm. say you can't do maths and laugh about it? I'm sorry, but I can't do maths either. No. I did just get a calculator out when I did that. You did very, very well because you did a lot better than I could. Uh, and I am trying to <laughs> combat this uh, this limiting belief, Rishi. But um, there's lots of things I could say, like I don't have a cinema in my house. Or don't say if you've not got a cinema in your house, if you've not got a cinema in your house. <laughs> I was about to start talking about Suella Bravum and then but I decided to stop. So Okay, <laughs> let's to move swiftly on. To the um, next new arrivals. Mm. Next bit. List some of the new people or organisations that have come into your sphere that you sense will be important characters in your journey. Podcast Pet Dean. Podcast Pet Dean. Obviously. So getting him from, from I was going to say zero to hero. He wasn't zero to start with. But he's doing London to Brighton 100k. So it'll be his first ultra and we're both coaching him. Hero. It's even bigger hero. Bigger the hero. Um, Paul Alban. Paul album from Big Bear just because he gets a mention on every single episode. Hi, Paul. Hey, Paul. Um, and there's a million and one other people in the park. I know. Uh, Haley. Titanium. I love Haley. Haley. Titanium Pip. Yeah. Gem. Yeah. Oh, my Marie. friend. That one that works in the music industry. That's Pip, isn't it? Is that Pip? Which one is it? Yeah, I think so. Fiona. Fiona. That's Fiona. It's Fiona. Yeah, me and Fiona. Miriam. Yeah. Um, Martin. Floppy Pants Martin. <laughs> Flappy Podpiece Martin. Like Pants Martin. Many names for Martin. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's hundreds of them. Everybody. Yeah. I love them all. And I think that, um, hey, you know what? Me and you both at the running show in January. Everyone should just come to the running show in January and see us and, and high five us and tell us how great we are. We'd love that. We'll see you all there as well, hopefully. We'll both be there. What are you doing at the running show, Anna? Oh, everything. I am the running show. What are you doing? Everything <laughs> else that you're not doing. Cleaning the toilets, yeah, making sandwiches, basically. coffees, no, um, no. those things. 
what are you doing yours is far more exciting oh i'm presenting it i've got my own area i'm not allowed to call it a zone there's too many zones so i'm in an area uh it's the workshop area <laughs> the ultra also workshop <laughs> area really... i've got some right good people actually i've got emma stewart alan bateson james elson um andy berry hopefully if he can make it i'm not sure if he can anyway it's gonna be great we're doing actual was the... workshops who was the first one emma stewart emma stewart won the tour de Giant this year female Ooh. emma stewart won the arc of attrition this year uh she Ooh. came in in 24 hours broke the course record by quite some way Jeez. um yeah she came in like what was that 12 hours quicker than i did she had a whole day of rest wow when i came in she Amazing. won the Giant. she won uh the uts 100 miler in one year she's blimey she had a year in the Lake district she's absolutely oh, incredible she's the- that yes yeah. she's and she's also lovely and funny and nice so she's coming to do a couple of workshops alan who's one of our legends that so we'll have put a little uh party out with him later it's gonna be great i think Stu smith's coming actually so that'll be fun excellent yeah. excellent yeah new year new lols um <laughs> but the point is who's coming to your life anna i'm so grateful to have you in my life i know you were in my life before but you've been in my life every week for the last half a year so that's been great how mad is that oh you just mentioned Stu smith there as well um he is our legends episode that's coming out next week guys so make sure you tune in for that and listen to what he says mm. um yeah no I, I agree having you in my life every week has been magical because also like sometimes you do forget that at, like real other people do listen to this and when you get you just sat like i just sit on a zoom call and talk to my friend every week like that's all this is really so it's and been then nice you to... come and do the podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, anyway, that's what's happened. You've all been brought into our lives, and we hope next year to make many, 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 many new people to come into our lives. So like and share, everyone. Like and share. Indeed. Yeah, please do. You did really well at getting us to a thousand followers on Instagram. So thanks. This is good. Go I think, but this could this could take time. Baggage. <clears throat> what heaviness? wounds or traumas are still burdening you in some way what are the most powerful negative emotional memories from your recent or distant past how are they manifesting for you day to day now what the actual fuck it's christmas yeah maybe we'll swap we'll get rid of that one hey i'll tell you what though there's only four lines to fill that one in that is not cool You'd need a whole book for that. The oh, wait, hang on. For me. Let's plug the book. Let's oh, plug the book. Yeah. It's a good idea. <laughs> it's a book. Actually, do you know what? The book isn't that bad. The book isn't that miserable. There's only like two thirds of it are miserable and the rest of it is what I like to call stealth help. Um, There's a book. There's a book. The book's coming out on the 1st of February. Can you believe it? That's my mum's birthday. Is it? Yeah. Why don't you Should get I give her, her book? my copy? Should I give her my copy? Yeah. Buy her a copy. Oh, you yeah, can't. It's sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Because they have. Bang. The hardback oh, sold out. Let me let me get my cowbell for you. Oh, I like it. Thanks. Um, yeah, I've got my books coming out on the first of February. So after that date, I'll be too busy and important to do this podcast anymore, and I'll be uh, John Radio for all the time, probably. But oh, absolutely okay. not. That isn't gonna happen. But that's exciting, isn't it? I'll be published, a published author. A published author. Let's go to something a little bit lighter than that baggage one then. Yeah. Wings. Wings. What's what that light- song by Little Mix called Wings? That's a oh, song. my mum told me not to smell alive. He says, spread your wings, my little butterfly. I'm doing a dance. <laughs> Neil's going to wonder what's going on. I look like I'm having some sort of episode, but I'm just dancing <laughs> like a butterfly for little bit. 
girls allowed are getting back together <laughs> we need to go to oh my god i'm gonna get girls allowed to perform at the end of london's of brighton for dean yes oh my god yes yes mm. i want dun, them singing something dun, kind of ooh as dun, he crosses dun, over dun, the line and another question what's the best girls on house song it's a, we could sound of the underground do you reckon i think that, that you'll just yeah. say that was the first one I think it's the first one. I think something kind of ooh should be up there. Something kind of ooh is actually number one in the hit parade at the moment because Rylan has made it number one. In the hit parade. Mm. I also like the one that goes, um, oh, the one that says they can't speak French. I can't speak French. French. La, 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 give me music. Girls are loud, man. Anyway, Little Mix Wings, Girls Allowed. So, girls allowed. all of this stuff, all of this stuff, I was talking to my PT client about the Girls Allowed comeback who reminded me of the absolute bangers that Cheryl had um, as a solo artist. She, fact fans, had, she was the female British solo artist with the most number ones until Dua Lipa. What about Adele? No. Was she? Yeah. Whoa. I feel like I've underestimated Cheryl Cole slash Tweedy. Yeah. Mm. What is her surname? Also, she divorced that Cole She doesn't ages. have a surname. She's just Cheryl. She's just Cheryl. Like Do how Adele is just Adele and like how Anna I met is her just once. Anna. What, Adele? Cheryl. Cheryl. What happened? She was opening a new Prince's Trust, which we're not allowed to call it now. It's now the King's Trust. Right. She was opening a new Prince's Trust Centre in Newcastle. Why are you man bed? And she, uh, I interviewed her. And I've got a photo of me and her. And my skin was particularly bad that day. It was very dry. It was a very cold day. So I look like my face is falling off. And I look like I'm about 10 times the size of this tiny little woman stood next to me. It's genuinely the worst photograph I think I've ever had taken of me. And it was taken by a photographer. Of course, a, a, a photographer, photos are. No, like a, a snapper, like a paparazzi right. snapper, but on a camera phone from circa 2011, I think <laughs> that was. So it was basically taken on a potato. So that photograph just never got saw the light of day. Where is it? I'm not showing you. Where is it? Please send it to me. I might show it. I might send it to you. Do to not me. put it on the Instagram. Privately. Um, I'll put it as a disappearing <laughs> message. I love a disappearing yeah. message. Um, was she nice? Was she nice? She was. She was lovely. She was lovely. She, we need to. Oh, I met her twice actually. They also did the X Factor tour auditions in Newcastle, and Cheryl was so late. I got a parking ticket. I was hoping that you were saying you were auditioning for the X Factor, and that's how you met her. No, no, you forget. I'm a journalist. Yeah, no, so but I, I have to go to all these press things. You were in. You were auditioning for the X Factor. That's how you met her. No, I did get an audition for the X Factor once, but I didn't go. What? What? Why? Oh, because you can sing quite well, can't you? Mm, I used to. <clears throat> Not anymore. Cheryl get, needs to go ready on the to playlist. drop some beats then. <clears throat> no. What Cheryl um, song Cheryl... do you reckon? How do you think you feel when you call my name? Oh, I don't know about that one. Oh, what about um the one where she's in like all the the one where she's in the outfit? Gear? Yeah, the military yeah. gear. What's that one called? Fight, 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 fight for this Yeah, I saw her do that at the Brits. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I used to have a really cool life. How many times did you go to the Brits? Just once. Where were you? Were you on the tables or were you on the cheap Tables, seats? got dinner. 
Got Who with? Who did she go with? Radio. Oh yeah, Heart. Uh, no, Banbury Sound. Banbury Sound. <laughs> so you worked with Jamie Thiexton and Emma Bunton? Not on that occasion, no. I went twice. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I don't remember it because I was absolutely off my fucking face. Who'd have thought it? Me being a functioning alcoholic et al. And I had to look after, we went with Ed Sheeran, and I had yeah. to look after Ed's brother, little brother, who was being oh. a bit of a pain in the bottom. But it was actually okay because me and him made friends and it was all all right. And I don't remember very much about that night, but I remember winning a lot of awards. Me, him. Uh, I've added that. Fight for this love. It's added. It's on. Right. So what lightness, joy or wonder has come to you from the pod? What are the most powerful, positive, emotional memories from the pod? And how are they boosting you day to day? Fight for this love by Cheryl being added to the playlists when I'm bored. <laughs> Number two is Chasey Lane. No. Thanks. Again, it's that thing where when we said, let's go to do Big Bear, Paul Arbon, second mention, people came. Yeah. And she came. And we were getting messages from Paul and Paul is uh, a, such a nice man and he runs Big Bear and he doesn't charge loads of money for his races and he's not a fucking multimillionaire. And he was like, we've sold like 30 tickets. I'm really grateful. And I was like, that's really great. We love you. But will 30 people come? And they fucking did. And then when they did, they were all so lovely and just I just loved it. I think that's the thing. It's like you build this stuff and you think oh because you never know how many people are listening if we get stats and stuff but we don't know yeah. you don't imagine people listening to it in their car or like on their runs you just don't do you but mm. like, people actually do and like to have people come up to you and be like i love the podcast or like it's made me feel like i can do things that i didn't think i could do or like i'm not alone or whatever and you we have that all the time i get that all the time don't about you anna but mm. um oh that's the thing that's the lightness that's the joy that it's brought i think Definitely. Well, it's like when I finished that um, park run, I think it was at Stratford and uh, and I asked the volunteer, I was like, because oh, I always say thanks to volunteers and I like, ask them how their day is and stuff. And I was like, how's your, how's it going or whatever? And he said, it's murder on the dance floor out here because it was a reference to the fact that I hate that Sophie Ellis Baxter song. And I didn't know him and I didn't know that he listened to the pod. And so like, it's little things like that. But also what I love is, you know, when we get into like little chains of stuff. So that Stolen Valor story, mm-hmm. That rumbled on for weeks of people like diving in and adding in their bits. And then also like even the stupid things like um, Kipchoge snot gels. Mm-hmm. Like that rumbled on for... Jelly with Kip Bogey, you mean? <laughs> Jelly with Kip Bogey. We finally came to an actual good one. What? Don't I tell just me remembered that. something brilliant. What? I've solved well done. Oh, that's <laughs> funny as well. Go on. So, listener, you may remember quite recently we ended, we started the well done debate, right? Where we were like, what yeah. can we have instead of well done? Because well done can sound, sound a little bit like, oh, well done. Damien Hall Claxon, he solved it. And he's too shy, hush, hush, eye to eye, to, to actually DM the, the pod. Oh, no, I want a voice note from Damien Hall. Well, you're not going to get one. No. <laughs> nice one. His nice, nice one. one. Nice one. I'm not cool enough to say nice one. Nice one. But I think if is... I say nice one, it won't come across very. But like, you can do it in like a Mancunian, like nice one, like Mancunian. You can be like nice one. You can be like nap one. You can be like nice one, nice one, man. Good one, nice one. I love it. I think it's brilliant. I think we solved it. I think nice one's good. I don't like it. I don't like it. She doesn't like it. Just... I'm going to stick with well done. Just stick with. I'm going to try nice one. I'm going to try. Actually, do you know what? I'm. Go- I'm. I'm. Next year, I'm going to try nice one. 
at the arc. See if it fits. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, the the pie. This will go on forever though. Like stolen valor will go on forever. Well yeah. done. Will go on forever. Yeah. We were at one point going to do a little episode of like the A to Z of the pod of like all the things that we have come up with that maybe don't mean anything to anyone unless you've listened to the pod. But actually, I guess you guys do listen to the pod, so you don't need it. But I think that would be good. And I think at some point we will do I will do that. I probably might actually do it when I'm on holiday. I might actually do it when I'm sat on the plane in a waiting room or whatever, because I might find the time to do it. But um, yeah, I think there is definitely vernacular. Is it a vernacular? Is that what it's called? Vernacular. Dictionary. dictionary oh yeah like dictionary. as in like words that yeah like types of words that you say mm-hmm. i was on a podcast the other week again uh, and they were they're scottish and they had they have that they're the dialect thing where you have to give them a word yeah right right the path ahead this which is actually quite good it's so what? good it's like we've prepared the path ahead. i know so this is our path forward for the next few months. What milestones or achievements do you absolutely want to get done in the next few months? Be specific, list one to three things only. And this is good advice once again, dear listener, for you as well, for what, it, and I don't want this to sound like a new year, new me, but it is quite good to have a bit of a plan, right? Yeah, it's good to have some goals. It's good to have some ideas. It's good to have some nice flexible, what's this Brad call it? Flexible, resilient, Type off, think about it. Minute. Flexible toughness, that's what it is. Is that your Brad? What's his job? Oh, Brad Stolberg, I love him. Hey guys, if you yeah. haven't got your Christmas presents yet, ask for a Brad Stolberg book. Um, yeah, that's it. Flexible toughness, love it. So you yeah. can, you don't have to be like, if I don't do this, then I'm a piece of shit. But having some things, like, I'd like to do this, and this is how I'm going to do it. That's a great idea. Yeah. So I'd like us to reach a bit of a larger audience, not for like egotistical reasons, but just because I feel like. We've had some lovely feedback that have said that, you know, the podcast has helped people in some way. And if we can help more people in some way, you know, find their feet in Ultra or have their questions answered about Ultra or generally just have like a good old laugh um, and can send us some more funny stories. Then, yeah, I'd like us just to reach a slightly bigger, wider audience. But uh, as it stands, we do get nearly 7000 downloads a month. Not in it. You just your voice just went so high pitched then. Then your dog could hear. Yeah, we. Oh, yeah, we do. More than I thought it would be, she said excitedly. It's more than you thought it would be. It is a lot more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, I think I feel the same. I always I feel like people who listen to this get so much out of it, and I know they do because they've told us that the more people that can get, and the more people that can see the trail running, ultra running, marathon running, five k park run, whatever it is. Mm. And a bit of as a laugh and good fun and like it's not all serious serious time 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 carbs 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 it's just actually about having a laugh then yeah. the better they're like yeah tell your friends tell your family we'll tell our friends and tell our family i've got lots going on next year so i'm going to be being like by the way everybody listen to this um and um yeah that's where i i, I see it going i see a film being made i see a tv series being made i see us in a recording studio making an album we are never doing a YouTube version of this, by the way. The uh, the podcast platform that we use, they're like, would you like to upload a version to YouTube? I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I sit in my fleecy jumper, like, this is my comfort hour. You don't need to see me. You can just hear me. It's a power <laughs> hour. Um, my power hour. Yeah. But stuff for the path ahead, you uh, put a little postie out on Instagram to oh, ask what the lovely poddy listeners are doing 2024 i did and do you know what i thought to myself well you know sometimes those pod those posts do really well and other times people just ignore them 
but this people one... love talking about themselves though don't they they do um <laughs> you started a podcast so we could do just that but not yep. everybody goes to those extremes so yeah um... i said what's uh with our podcast pet doing so well um i'm going on to become an ultra legend what are you doing this year and we've had some really interesting replies we've got a lot of people going in to do first ultras so there's a lot of chat about the opponent 100 which is in its wales it's a hundred miler yeah. uh, across bracken yeah. there's the a100 everyone loves the a100 a few people going in for the slam um the centurion slam which is all of the hundreds or 50s in a year um a couple of people talking about that their bucket list is an ultra before a certain age interesting oh nice so Gro- groves Gross. Oh my God, Karen, Karen Groves. I love her. So I sit and watch her stories. This is like a full on confession, isn't it? Hi, Karen. Um, I love her story. She's been up in um, Snowdonia. You're not supposed to call that anymore. Eerie? Uh, yeah. Eerie. Eerie, yeah. Yeah, Eerie, Eerie. Um, just like hiking this weekend. And she's and she does like little videos of like where she's been and she lost her hat today. Oh no. Just, I just love her. I just love her stories. Oh, um, but yeah, she wants to do an ultra before she's 60. Yeah. What a woman. Yeah, like maybe a, she's, she's like, like maybe a 50 miler, a small yeah. event. Well, there's a race company called Big Bear Event. Yeah. <laughs> so again, um, but they yeah. do, there's, there's a great South Sea, they do a 50 miler and it's great. Um, yeah. She's 58 at Christmas, so she's got time. Hey, what's her name? What's her actual name? Karen Groves. Karen, you're saying I'm 58 at Xmas, so I have time. You have time. Whether you're 58, whether you're 68 or 78 or 98 or 108. No, but she wants to do it before she's 60. Oh, I know that, but there's still time. Even if it doesn't. I know. Hey. Yeah. Tony. Tony as well. The 2024 Scary Exciting is Grand Tour of Skiddor. If you've already entered, Tony, bad luck. Because if anybody else wants to enter, you can get 15% off. You can. And we've got a, we've got a credit note, I was going to say. We've got a discount code and it's in the link tree in the bio at some point in the new year. It'll be there. So if you want to enter, you can. Enter as a pair or enter as a solo. Um, yes. First ever marathon, GB Ultras. Susie's doing GB Ultras Scotland 50 next year, which will be nice. Oh, the yeah. lap. Richard, Richard Bailey's doing the lap. You did the lap this year, didn't you, Ellie? I did do the lap. Did you do yeah. it in September? Did you do the September one? Yeah. They I do did. it twice a year, don't they? Yeah, I did. How'd you find it? Uh, I went to the Lake District and it was just there. Oh, fuck off. How'd I find oh, it? Oh, my God. I. You know what? They bang on about how beautiful the lap is. I can see that the lap is beautiful if you don't go to Lake District roads. But I've spoiled mm. myself with the Lake District and my Wainwright bagging mm. and all that shit. So I was like, yeah, mm. it's okay, but it's not like boom. No. It's a great first ultra, a hundred percent. Well supported, yeah. no, hardly any cutoffs at all. Twenty four hours to do 40, 40 odd miles. So yeah, yeah, really well organized. It's big though. There's seven hundred people do the lap. So if you're into that like small field thing, it's not for you. It's more. It's like a London no. Marathon ultra. But yeah, it was good. <laughs> good, love it. Yeah, because they have a um, like a ballot on it, don't they? Do they? Is the, I thought it just sold sells out. Oh, it really sells quick. out. Yeah. Oh no, maybe it's not a ballot. Sorry, no, maybe it's not a ballot, but it does sell out. Yeah, it sells out really, really quickly. Um, there's a couple of people in the comments who uh, have read the Pants of Perspective by Anna McNuff. Oh, what yeah. a woman! I adore Anna McNuff. I, I do too, but I've never read any of her books. Oh my god, they're incredible. Okay. They're so good, and also the audiobooks, as your yours will be, um, are read by her. And um, yeah, Jade said that. She's recently read The Pants of Perspective, which means running the Te Araroa, which is uh, the length of basically New Zealand, is now firmly on the bucket list, but needs to give up a mortgage and work to be able to do that one. 
Yeah. But Claire, Claire, Claire's dived in and agreed and said that that's the book that got her into longer running and that if she could, she, that she could if she wanted to. So, um, yeah, hard recommend that book. If you're looking for a book to read over Christmas, Pants Perspective, Anna McNuff, and the other one, which is... The Llama Drama. Is it called The Llama Drama? drama? It's something about a llama. There's a picture of a llama on it. Yeah. 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 I'll find Um, out in a minute. Highly recommend. Highly. Yeah, llama drama. Well done. Oh, she's done another one as well. She's done one on Barefoot Britain. Yeah, not read that oh, one Beth at Britain. So when I was running the, hey guys, when I was oh, running the like, UK, I was thinking, Jesus effing Christ, I'm moaning, but she ran it with those shoes on. So yeah. <laughs> shut up and suck Ridiculous. it up. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any um, more? Any more, any more, any more, any more? Oh yeah, no, there's loads. Uh, go and have a look at the post. If you want to be inspired, listener, go and have a look. It's in the Instagram group. It's about 35. And add your own comments too, because you saying you're going to go and do things inspires other people to go and do other things. And you can meet up with each other and you can also train together. So um, I think that's cracking. And I really, really like those posts. Yeah, this is really sweet. Um, Someone uh, says that Ring of Fire was their first DNF, which is, um, it's around Anglesey. Mm. Someone I know did it. It looks savage. It's a two-dayer. It is an absolute. It's it's savage because the second, it's a three-dayer. The second day is absolutely, there's only one word for it, brutal. And you just think, oh, I've done the first day. It can't get any worse. It does. It's longer, harder, horribler. So Ring of Fire was the first DNF and the first attempt at an ultra. Bloody hell, you went in hard. Um, have marshaled every year since, but want to go back and have another crack. And someone said that they DNF'd Firelighter as their first attempt at an ultra and really want to go back and try again one year. And someone says, uh, and the, the original poster says, well, I might as well, I, I may well have filled your bottles for you. Everyone's making friends. I love it. You wonder if there's a darker side to this. And that spider whelms, whelms. Yeah. DNF'd the Firelighter, which is the little mini version of Ring of Fire. As the Ring of Fire, yeah. As my first attempt at an ultra. B. Y. Nelton says, "Yeah, I may as may well have filled your bottles for you." Is that's what I said? That's yeah. what I said. But is B. Elton zero one out F responsible for the DNF? Oh, was no, he so no. angry about the fact Stop that he it. hadn't finished Ring of Fire that he went in no, and he just ruined uh, other people's races? No, Stop I it. think we need a pie investigation. No, no, Stop I don't it. think so. So yeah, Ring of Fire. It's um 135 miles in three days. Mm-hmm. Round Anglesey. Mm-hmm. The second day is like 65 miles. So the bulk of it is in the second day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes and it. And you hard. just do a little. Cut-offs are harsh as well. Harsh, harsh beast. Yeah. Oh yeah, your cut-off on day two is 18 hours. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that DNF that. A lot of people got into it and underestimated it. I think because a lot of multi-deltas in the UK are like lovely cut you know not lovely cutoffs they've got cutoffs but they are like you know this is okay I, i've got this <laughs> north wales nope like north yeah. wales is a bastard the spiky kingdom of hell hmm. <laughs> underestimates so, at your peril so we've done everyone else's plans for next year what are you doing next year ali i am going to know. to uh get a load more tattoos i'm going <laughs> to in august that's, that's not right in that time January, I'm doing the Arc of Attrition again, because I love it. I want to get the gold buckle, so that means under 30 hours. Then I'm going to do uh, the UTS 100k in Wales, Ultra Tour of Snowdonia. Then I'm going to do the Lakeland 100. No, I'm not. I'm going to go and do the Spine Challenger south, 108 miles in June. Then I'm going to go and do the Lakeland 100, 100 miles in July. And Dragon's Back in September is still up for debate. 
I'm not sure, but that's another story altogether. But I'm also in the ballot for Western States. So if my name comes up in the Western States ballot, then everything gets cancelled and I'm going to Western States. But it probably won't. Mm, that's what I'm Western doing. States have Western States like shimmied all their bits around to try and get more women in are there uh, more places for women than men I don't actually know I think but... they might be one of them I think they might be one of the races that did that well generally in my life if I if something doesn't suit me and I enter a ballot so something doesn't it doesn't really fit and this doesn't fit at all uh I get in you get so in. generally that's what happens right and every time I've gone into a ballot and I've been like that's not going to work but it's okay I'll just forget about it I won't get in anyway I've got in if I get in, it's going to bankrupt me because it's so fucking expensive. Mm. Uh, but I will obviously be absolutely thrilled. And then my last little resolution, I just want to go out and do more adventure stuff. Because I used to do a lot. I used to do like a lot of world firsts and a lot of like climbing around mountains and in deserts and in jungles. So I'm hell-bent on making that happen again next year. And I think I've got myself a way of doing that. So that's super exciting. What about you? Nice. Well... So do you remember when I finished Seven Valleys and I was like, the one thing that I really, really hate is when people just ask you as soon as you've done something really hard or like really big, what's next? Mm -hmm. What are you doing next? Mm -hmm. So I was probably more sensitive to it than I would usually be or most people are um, for a very good reason in the fact that this photo that I'm holding up to you is a picture of my baby scan. Because I'd be harding. I got a little baby in my belly. And McGrath, McGrath, baby McGrath. Baby McGrath. Yeah. Oh, look, isn't it so? It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. So when we went for our scan, um, (laughs) it's so funny. I'm getting really emotional about it, but obviously, because I'm pregnant and all my hormones have gone absolutely AWOL. Oh, hang on a minute before you get all emotional. This is why I'm always sick. Massive congratulations. (laughs) And this is like, it wasn't that long since you finished the Seven Valley. So well done, Neil, on persuading you to do that that quickly (laughs) after an ultra. I was technically pregnant when I did Seven Valleys. yeah anyway Mm -hmm. so when we so yeah this is why I'm always like I'm so tired oh I feel so sick and that's probably why I was spent like six weeks with a chest infection because my immune system is absolutely fucked because I'm growing a tiny human um so um when we went for our scan they were like it's really like we don't know if it's boy or girl like mm-hmm. it's really active and genuinely it was like having Brilliant. a fucking disco in there like moving around they're like that's such an active baby and I was like of course it's an active baby its mother is an ultra runner <laughs> and it was waving to us as well it was so sweet so yeah my goals for 2024 look a little bit different to what they probably would normally because I've got my own ultra adventure to you've got your own endurance on. challenge it's going to last about 21 years. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but my my like pregnancy running goals are to I want to like keep running as long as I can in pregnancy until it feels uncomfortable, basically. Um, and as soon as it feels uncomfortable, I'll sadly have to knock it on the head. But I know people who have managed to run all through pregnancy, and I know people who've had to stop um early because it's you know it doesn't feel right. So I just just going to see really um but no mega ultra events for me i'm due in june so i'm currently like looking at seeing whether there's anything that i could maybe sneakily do 
at the end of next year but also I don't know how the birth's gonna go or anything like that I, so I just don't know everything's just a bit up in the air yeah you don't know that's so exciting it's like the greatest adventure challenge ever yeah isn't it? and one of my friends who had a baby earlier this year told me she was like you'll be fine if you have children because I felt like it was she she's run marathon she was like it felt to me like running a marathon like it's painful but you know that like there's mm-hmm. something cool at the end so instead of getting a medal you get a baby basically <laughs> at the end instead of giving a medal they just gave you a baby <laughs> maybe i'll come to i'll come to your races after june and just hand you my baby at the end <laughs> be like you haven't got a medal i mean i wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't. Like, I don't trust me with that shit. Like I, I, lo- I love you so much, but there is a reason I don't have children. Okay, when they're like two or three, bring yeah. them on. They can yeah. live with me. Absolutely oh, fine. When they start talking, I'm don't. fine. But that that bit where they're like wriggling and looking at you funny, and they can't hold their heads yeah. up and they're going to break their no, necks. Not... I'm terrified. Yeah, that's not for me. So this is going to be really interesting because I know fuck all about having children. Literally nothing. Ditto. Ditto. Interested. so I'm like oh you're not interested where so you say this to me like earlier you said to me oh, I'm just gonna go and have a poo and I was like do you have more poos now that you're having a baby is the poo bigger does the poo come out of the baby and into you does what I'm gonna ask questions like that do you poo for two are you pooing for two <laughs> because I think that there's sometimes there's questions that need to be asked that people are too scared to ask because like is that stupid you don't know that's cool maybe you need to ask them to the audience yeah, well, I'm hoping that there are plenty of people who are listening to this pod who have had children who can help me. Please help me. Yeah, like that must be like, like, I just think you're incredible because I just, it scares the shit out of me. And like, and I'm, I've just never been in a situation where that's, that's even going to be a thing, but it's just so brave, like so fucking brave, I think, for anybody to have kids. Like, you're amazing. It's like, incredible. And it'll be super, it's going to be super it's mad. fun. It's going to be super fun. It will be super fun. I feel like the ultra running and night running and like sleep deprivation and stuff is like teed me up well for even just a fragment of what I'm about to experience. Mm-hmm. Probably just a little tiny bit. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's your Christmas gift. Big announcement. Merry fucking Christmas. Um, um, right. Fun, wasn't it? I've got chestnuts to go and roast on my open fire. Have you? Lucky. I've got yeah. a sad, probably. <laughs> Uh, microwave meal for one. Oh, bollocks! I've got myself an MS fucking meal, loads of it, loads of food just for me and the baby pie. She's gonna eat a goat's hoof, and I'm gonna eat a uh, so it's probably not very vegetarian. <laughs> Brilliant, I love it. Yeah. Okay, Merry Christmas, listeners, Merry Christmas, Anna Harding, and baby bump, <laughs> baby bump. Yeah. Thanks, and um, I'll catch you. I was going to say in the new year, but actually I think we've got one between Christmas and new year. So yeah, we have. Mm. I'll see you in a couple of days. Bye. I love you. Bye.